Hey guys, it's Drea. Hey everybody, hey, it's Danny, and we are back for another episode of Spin the Bottle. The place where we air our grievances and our joys, and maybe a little dirty laundry. It all depends on the day. And lucky for us, this is only a weekly podcast, so... Well, is it really lucky for us? I don't know. Maybe them. Maybe. No, maybe. It's probably us. Yeah, definitely us. (laughs) By the way, if you like doing life with us, could you do us a quick favor and rate the Spin the Bottle podcast on iTunes and Google Play with all the stars, all of them? That's right. Whatever amount of stars there are, I believe there's five. I'm not sure. Four, five. Give them us all. There's five. Okay, give them. You can give us seven stars, okay? We Mm -hmm. just want you to go on, make your presence felt, (laughs) and let us know that you're feeling us. Right, sure. I hope we get 100 stars today. I'm counting on you guys. (laughs) Let's start the show. Yes. So, Danny, would you say that you're an emotional person? Honestly, if I'm being totally transparent, I have a really tough time with letting people see the emotional side of me. So I would say no. Because I'm so cerebral, it's really hard for me to tap into that aspect. But if I'm answering your question directly, I am not above a good cry in private every now and again. Okay, well, I think that I can be a bleeding heart about a lot of things. I know I cried at those mom commercials when the Olympics were on. (laughs) And have you seen the episode of Ellen where the little boy hasn't seen his dad because his dad is overseas for like years and then she surprises him with the dad and the mom is crying. I'm going to cry right now. It's so good. Or sometimes animal videos. It just depends. No, Drea. Yes, I know. I know how we feel about dogs sometimes, but (gasps) I love animal videos. They're so good. (laughs) Well, if I'm being honest, I will cry. Every now and again over a really emotional scene in a movie, but I will also cry when I'm really, really angry. It's an yeah. interesting thing. I'm an angry crier. Yeah. That's so not, that happens. Not real cute, but it's um, true. Which, I guess, if we kind of plug in on some things, I guess we all cry for different reasons. Sure. Which I think brings us into our topic of the week. Yep. This week is about heartbreak. Heartbreak. Oh, tell this is the... <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. You guys, it may get a little deep. I just want to give you a pre, a little prefix. It may be a little deep for a second, but we're going to come on out of it. Okay? Yeah, we will. We're going to be we'll okay. Bring it out. Just take the journey. You'll be fine. Will they be fine? What if they're not? I hope so. Mm. If you're not fine, email us. I'm just trying to make a cool segue into the word of the day. And I got <laughs> lost. <laughs> I got lost on the segue. Which brings us to the word of the day. Despondent, which is to be in low spirits from loss of hope or courage. In other words, I was really despondent the day I lost my job, but DJ Khaled brought me right back in. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Mm. Won't he will? (laughs) Since we're talking about matters of the heart today, I feel like we should throw in some new music. D, why don't we do a jam of the day? Jam. So, while we're on this theme of heartbreak, I feel like nobody does it better, right, than like a Brian McKnight-ish feel in 1997. But since I can't have my dream and go back there and stay in 1997, we're going to suggest a jam that we are currently feeling. We like it a lot. We hope you guys check it out and you like it too. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we see him in cars, billboards, and boulevards They come from near and far, but I never see a star like you yeah, 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 yeah. 
moments we live for We own it, we love to take a picture Hashtag with no filter, so true True, true, true like forever i mean that body's so clever whoever invented the prototype cannot do and that was his and hers by gabe roland love gabe so it's kind of giving me like a little brown sugar yeah a little bonita apple bomb little little feel is it right? bomb or bomb bonita apple bomb no it's bomb yeah mm-hmm. um whatever it is it's giving me that like a little old school feel yeah, I like it. I feel like you can ride in your car to it. You can nice. ride in your car to it. Also, like, doesn't it kind of remind you of that feeling you have when, like, you're first meeting somebody? Yes, and you're and enamored with them. Yeah, everything they do is so awesome. Their quirks are all amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all so hot three months in, you know? <laughs> you love saying that. <laughs> you Check out, listen, <laughs> check out Gabe's other stuff yes. at The Gabe Roland. You can find him anywhere and everywhere. And also, we will attach his information with the show notes so that you guys we can might check not him attach out. it, but we will include it in there. We will. I'm just kidding, D. I'm sorry. Is it not? Can it not be attached? God, no. I did it again, guys. <laughs> no, you can't attach things to it. It's fine. We'll just include it. That's what we'll do. That's what Listen sh- to the song. Okay, check out his other stuff. It'll be wherever the these Gabe things Roland lie is. in the virtual world. <laughs> yay, okay. yay. We've also thought it would be really cool to make a Spotify playlist just for this episode. It's called Can't Take Another Heartbreak. Doom, 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 doom. All the doom, 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 are going to yes. be in the title. Jagged it's a real nice in your feelings, cry in the mirror selection of your favorite emotional songs. So. And we would love you guys to check it out. We had our guests weigh in on their heartbreak songs. We also had our fans weigh in. So it's really exciting. I'm going to warn you, though. If it just gets too heavy, <laughs> just step away and hit if pause. If you start feeling you know despondent. Music can take you. <laughs> Should you feel despondent, just hit pause and step away. It's okay. Hey, y'all. It's time to spin. All right. Let's do this thing. Here are the categories for the week. WWDDD. What would Danny and Drea do? Because occasionally we get some questions about how to handle life. And this is our way of giving advice without being accountable for anything that goes wrong afterwards. Lyrically, though, because no matter how many DJ must, how many beats DJ Mustard is on, lyrics really do matter. Okay? They do matter, y'all. We either have questions or revelations. Black Cinema, Ava, Spike, Denzel. This is melanin in front or behind the silver screen at its very, very finest. That's not in the Bible. Getting some clarity on what Jesus said or didn't say. My new addition to Mm -hmm. the board, okay? Mm -hmm. Jewels by DJ Khalid. These are major keys that got us through the week. And we have another new spin for your consideration. Since we're doing a podcast, we thought we would step up our game and find a few others that we think are worth listening to as well. They just might upgrade your life. So check them out. Jewels by DJ Khaled. I'm so excited. Okay, I was ready for this one. Were you? Drea, go ahead. What's your jewel? I was ready for this one. Drea, (laughs) just go ahead and say what you think you're going to say. So I feel like... DJ Khaled has a ton of great little sound bites that are really just keeping those people who have tons of despondency 
way up. Way up. <laughs> I figure we should start using the word of the day in our speech. I think it's a I little think that's bit, good. Okay, great. We can we can show that we can use it. But I sentence. think that it would be so dope if I just gave him a few hashtags. So okay. are you ready for my hashtags? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> Hashtag is never over. Because DJ Khaled, like, where was he a year ago? Do you know? I, I don't. Were you listening to DJ Khaled's music? No. Not really, though. You, we not weren't. His, he's everywhere. He's, okay. he's got a show. He's got a show with Martha Stewart. He wasn't he on was the map on... the way he was. He w- he was still doing some things. Okay, Dre. And what Dre- I'm saying is, he we was didn't know not. He had not penetrated every social media. It's true. Platform. He had no bless up or what's he say? Major keys. It's like the power of Snapchat. There's uh, there's DJ Khaled music in the Beyonce um, concert now. There he's everywhere. So hashtag is never over. It's okay. never over. My jewel from DJ Khalid, which is a newer one. You can check him out. You know, he's been giving out major keys these days. Major keys. This one, I knew, but when he said it, it really resonated. Okay? Cocoa butter is the major key. (laughs) Think about that. Cocoa butter, listen, cocoa butter, especially the Palmers with the little pump. That's the only cocoa butter there is. That's the one. And they have it at Walmart with 30% more. That's the one you want. It fixes everything. That's the one you want. It's that good quality cocoa butter. Cocoa butter is the major key. I DJ like it. DJ Kali said it. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it too. <laughs> okay, guys. It is time to get into this discussion about heartbreak. Because generally there's a whole lot of commentary about how fun it is to fall in love but what happens when your heart gets obliterated? What's really going on when you're working through that space? And most importantly, what we want to talk about today is how you heal in a healthy way from that. Because, I mean, if you broke your leg or if you <laughs> cut yourself, right, you get a cast or you get stitches. But when mm-hmm. your heart is broken, everybody's kind of just like, oh, it's cool. You'll be fine. Except it's just not, though. And I think it's more serious even than the aforementioned. So we're just going to have a little dialogue. We're going to talk about this thing called heartbreak. And in order to provide a well-thought-out narrative, we invited four amazing guests to the studio. We so fancy. Uh, uh, uh. Welcome, guys. Here, yes. Clap it up for them. Round of applause. Okay. Yes, that makes six of us, y'all. So we are going to have a real conversation about heartbreak. I want to mention two things to you really quickly. Um, We're all drinking wine, and I want to let you know that we have some themed wines to go with this night. Danielle's very serious about these themed wines. Really exciting. Okay. So this night is brought to you by four bottles of wine. One, <laughs> listen, listen. It's six okay. people in here. One is six people in here. So one is a thousand stories. The second is Love Noir, twenty fifteen. The third is Handsome Devil Red, and mm. the fourth is Relax Riesling. Okay, just so you know where we're at. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. we will not name names, okay, to protect the innocent. If we're telling a story. The purpose of this whole dialogue, guys, is to come out on the other side. (laughs) So just take the journey, okay? 
This is not, this is not, there are no villains here. We're just talking about what it Come is along with us. to go through this thing we all call heartbreak. Yeah. So can we get a little introduction from you guys? Who's in the studio today? Hi. <laughs> hey, girl, My chair hey. is squeaking, and I'm like, ah, don't move. It's okay. This is Krista. I'm Krista, and I am friends with Danny and Drea for a long time. Long Man. time now I've known these girls. Man. <laughs> and uh, I do stand-up, and I do lots of nonsense. Um, yes, you do. Maker, but I'm a corporate girl, and... Um, I've had my heart broken a couple of times, so I should have lots of useful information to offer. <laughs> we can't wait to hear. And I just want to add that the Handsome Devil is the tastiest wine, and I'll be surprised is that normally the Handsome Devils that they take you out uh-huh. every time, right. every time I tell you. Dad. Listen, Girl. it's like I always say: it's the fine ones that get you in trouble. Girl. Refer to my past episodes, okay? <laughs> All right. Next, we have. What's going on? What's going on? This is Eric Payton coming. Live. <laughs> oh, yes, no, Eric. Just, that shit sounded good though. It's that quiet it. storm on everybody. <laughs> it's crazy. I used to do voiceovers like when I was sixteen. That's Did you? Really? Yeah. For it's, like a radio station. It's very melodious. What yeah, you're giving it was like me? Like a love, like after dark segment. Yep. Mm. Makes total <laughs> sense. <laughs> Everybody. No, he up. was waiting to flex that. Yeah. yeah I was ready. I was like, yeah. no. Um, from Texas, living in California four years, been no Andrea. And Danny for four years. I'm so happy to be here to talk about heartbreak. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Drea, yeah, so. This is why you are my. This is why. Okay. All right. Next. It's my turn, Quentin. Hey, and, Quentin. Um, <laughs> hey, Quentin. Hey, Quentin. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> and uh, I probably fit into the same category as a lot of people. Thought because I was um, brown skin. Mm. Reasonably handsome, mm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. You know, thought I would never have my heart broken. Uh, mm. Then a um, more reasonably handsome, brown skin, <laughs> more funny guy came along, mm. and uh, that precipitated my heartbreak. Oh. So I'm here to talk about it. All right. <laughs> Okay, Jerry Springer. It's Jerry Springer. (laughs) 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 Okay, and last but certainly not least, we have Will Catlett. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just laughing at my man's story right now in my head. <laughs> I probably was that good looking dude that, you know. Sleeping in my bed. Sleeping in my So no. I got quiet storm to my right. But, <laughs> and I got the thief to my left. Right, right. You in right. trouble. I know. That's okay, cool. guys. So, We're so so happy that we you have guys an come. awesome awesome panel for you. Um, Drea, let's take it away. Let's just start talking about this thing. Well, I kind of want to say we wanted this conversation to be about the romantic heartbreak, but mm-hmm. if there are other ways that you can kind of dig into how your heart's been broken, that's totally fine. The point is, I'm about to ask you is what happened. What let's happened? Get into it, y'all. Yeah, let's get into it. What happened? When? Which, which time? <laughs> Whatever time. <laughs> Whatever time. Uh, which handsome devil? Which handsome devil? Which handsome devil was uh, I sipping on? I have had my heart, um, I would say, broken twice. Damn. One was by, I would say, a, a guy, for sure. Like uh, my ex-boyfriend, my college boyfriend. We were in love, and 
<laughs> he had moved to D.C. because that's where I was finishing up school at Howard. And we had all these great plans. A man moves for you. Like, this is legit. Like, he moves for you. Like, he's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, like, just threw me out in the middle of the night. <gasps> Wait. And uh, I know. At Dog 30, though? Huh? At Dog 30? Yeah, no. For legit, like, one in the morning. And he was in mm-hmm. this building. And, and um, I was trying to, like, dial him to get back in and he was not answering so this girl was coming in the building and this white girl she, you know I'm like black woman standing on the street she's like I can't let you in and I'm like yes. one in the morning so it was rough he let me back in and the next morning he was just like I need some time and space and then speak to me for two weeks and it what preceded was this tumble of of this horrific breakup that just just resulted in like heartbreak and name calling we were friends for a lot, since high school so it was almost like a mini divorce amongst our families and other friends because everybody just knew oh they're they're gonna make it like this is these people come together it's legit blast, but it led to me you know um seeking out the um, relationship with christ so i mean i guess there's a silver lining <laughs> you get yes. i suppose there was a silver lining i mean i guess <laughs> i mean i guess but that's what that's what happened there and, I, and, and it was the second time you know, I I won't say he, the guy did it intentionally, but I think when we have an expectation of something mm-hmm. and we're let down, Oof. heartbreak naturally occurs. It's true. And so my heart was broken by expectation. Damn it! Mm-hmm. What is going on with you? Wait, well, <laughs> well, don't you start that? Okay, we're working our way through. They said go deep. They said be real. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate that, great. Eric. It was lovely, honey. Eric. Let's. Let, what happened? Uh, so I was married before. Yeah. Married. <laughs> married. Married. Wifed up. That's the boo. Mm. Walked in on her. No. No. And and the crazy part about it is like the story is so crazy. Like you would think it's not real, but it's so real. Like I'm at church. Not at the church. The pastor is preaching a sermon, sleeping with the enemy. Oh, Stop <laughs> it. With. No, no, I no BS. Like, I'm, well, I'm going to call my brother and put him on speaker. And literally, the pastor's the preaching face. the sermon. I'm sitting there with my family, and something says, go home. Ooh, and I'm like... An inkling in your spirit. Like, why? I'm like, nah. Hmm. And, I, and I had just came back, like, from being on tour, doing, like, this play and everything. And it was just, it was just crazy. You know, like, she didn't really want me to be an actor and really be on tour because I was going to be gone a lot. She thought that, you know, you living here in Texas, working for a refinery, like Mm. that is what, you know, that's what you do. So Mm, it was already this little struggle. And so um, it was Father's Day because I remember we were going to go and have a uh, event with my grandfather. And I remember the pastor preaching the sermon. I got up and was like, yo, I'm going to, you know, meet y'all, you know, out, you know, at the picnic or whatever. Listen, go home. Open the door. Dang it. Listen, y'all. Um, <laughs> it was the craziest thing. It was like you like you just walked into a movie. You walked into the Twilight Zone. There's a brother sitting on the couch in his underwear. What? Uh, not on your I'm couch. I'm sorry. On my couch. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm about to stand up. Yeah, you literally sitting on the couch in his underwear. And she was just like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing? Not that Maybe because voice. I live here. Yeah. Not and it was crazy voice. because we was married. It was like, it was like not, not, you're not the side, boo. You're not, like, we're not just, like, screwing around, you know. But this is who I married, you know. Like, I, I like I bought the ring, like, got on the knee and shit. 
And I just remember the voice of God, which is so cliche, you know, at that time you're like, oh yeah, you're God. <laughs> but no, it was like, God was like, yo, if you walk away from this, I will walk you through this. And I was like, and you know, at the time, I mean, I'm like 22 years old, I'm 30 now. And I was just like, walk me through. You know, and uh, yeah, that was the first, I mean, that was, I had many heartbreaks, but that was just a heartbreak, like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a heartbreak on another level. So yeah, um, shout out to her. Ooh, okay. So, Q. Mm. You know how, like, when you had an open mic and you about to do your little piece? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You about to do your little piece and they bring up the feature before you. <laughs> and it's like it's somebody dumb like, like Raphael Sadiq. <laughs> and he get up there and he make a beat, like, he make a beat using nothing but his shirt button. <laughs> And the wind as it passes. And the wind. But it sounds just like he did it in the studio. <laughs> and you gotta go up after that. And you gotta go up after that. I should have known when he came with the quiet storm voice. Right. right. You ain't so, got no draw story? Listen. So when I was in college. <laughs> That's okay, boo. That's so okay. I was unmarried okay. in college. Hey. Me and you both, brother. Listen, nobody is judging you. your heartbreak All story. heartbreak matters. Okay. All heartbreak <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Thank you. I'm going to give me a t-shirt. Okay. Thank you, baby. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead, so, Q. That was hilarious. When I was a younger man, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to have any girlfriends because I want to, like, play the field a little bit. So I go to college. You know, play the field in high school, get to college. Like, I'm not going to have a girlfriend because all these girls are beautiful. <laughs> Met a girl. She was really beautiful inside and out. She got my heart. My first one, right? So, you know, when you go into that first little love affair, you go in with no parachute. You go in with no backup plan. None. You go in, like, if you swinging on the trapeze, you like, you know what, that net, I don't need that because I'm nice with it. Right. <laughs> I really love this woman. I loved her. I'm, I'm seeing kids. That's, cr that's special when the man see the kids. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey, the kids going to look just like you, baby. You so brown. You so beautiful. <laughs> this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. It hurt. Maybe, um, like, March of that year, her and I went through... Um, her mom passing away, right, mm. from cancer. And it was a very, like, tumultuous time, especially as, like, 19, 20 in school, like, dealing with that. We were together when she got the call. I was with her, like, cleaning the house out and just all of those things. So it was, like, a really crazy bonding time. And at the time, I feel like uh, that was when I really started almost like you were saying, not to make it real spiritual, but I started hearing God's voice, not knowing it was that, just thinking it was like intuition. But I remember I asked her at a certain point, was like, you know what? I love you a lot, but this is too heavy for me. Like, I don't know if I'm equipped to help you through this just by myself. So let's get help. If we need to take like break, it's all good, whatever. I just need to, I just need you to be well on the other side. No, Quentin, I love you. I want to be with you. Hey, baby, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do this thing. That was like in March. Oh, no. October. Uh -oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Six months. <laughs> Six months later, 
we talking, you know how you notice things are different. Mm -hmm. When you paying attention, you know that things is different. You don't say hello with the same, you know what I'm saying, cadence as before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't call me after class as soon. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You made it all the way back home. (laughs) You ain't holler at me? That's cool. That's like a real life situation. But you, you you just knowing. And I remember she sat me down and she told me like um you know I'm still dealing with my mom or whatever and I I think that I do need a break. And when she said that to me, I said, "Okay." I said, "Do you need a break like let's take a break, but let's still have each other in mind or do you need a break like let's cut it off and then when we come back if we're both available, we'll come back." She's like, you know, no, I need a break. Just like we'll keep each other in mind. It's like, all right, that's what's up. Promise to you. I'm leaving. We had the conversation in her uh, room. I'm leaving her room. I see a picture on the dresser. I pick the picture up. The picture has like 20 people in the picture. I pick the picture up. I look at it. And all I hear is, that's him. Oh. It's there's 20 people in the picture mm-hmm. and it, and it, there's this guy and I zero in on him and I, and he's not even by her. And I hear that's him. And I sat the picture down and I just, there was this knowing in me that like, this is the dude, this dude happened to be brown skin. the brown skin, Damn it. more reasonably handsome, uh. <laughs> a little bit funnier dude. Man, when I tell good. you we were together for two and a half years, in college, which is a long time. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. It took me a year and a half to get over this woman. Q, I don't think he was funnier than you. I don't know him. I don't yeah, know I don't know him, but he wasn't funnier than you. What's his name? He wasn't funnier than you. Highly All right. Still. Thanks, guys. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Catlett. Man. <laughs> you know why he's laughing? Because we was at a diner. If you, I don't know if Q remember this story. Of oh, you two I were do. together? We were together. Oh, man. Oh, Come on, okay. Now. And so I go to the diner. I don't know why. What was we linking up? We was getting ready to do a project or something. Yeah, me, you on Ed. Yeah. So we talking. I'm smitten. He looking at me. And I'm like, I'm like, why he keep looking at me like that? And I'm like, yo, son, I think I found the one. And he was like, man, how long y'all been dating? <laughs> what is it about that? Oh, no. <laughs> and I say... Two weeks. Oh. And he said, man, I knew it was two weeks. I knew it was two weeks, right? So my boy Edwin that was there, too, he was like, man, you know, I've been and did the music industry thing. Like, you know, I know these girls in the music industry. Bruh, you sure you want to go down that path? Oh, wait, he knew her. He, he knew, knew her. Okay. He knew. He okay. knew. Whoever you. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and I'm like, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? I was in a relationship for what, seven years before that? I took like a three year break. And you know, and all the things was seeming to line up with this girl that I was that I was dating. And so um, I said, yeah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and take that ride. So I go take the ride. You know, everything. We traveling to Canada, we going places, we doing everything. Oh, you took her on a plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we awesome. went to Costa Rica, yeah. too. I was about to say, did you go to Costa Rica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zip line through the world. Wow, yeah, that's right. serious. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. serious. Yeah, you know, met my great aunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Great aunt, what? In Costa Rica? 93? No, we went back to D.C. Oh, okay. Met the family. All over the place. 
You know? Wow. Okay. You, I'm in you there. weren't kidding. I wasn't kidding at all. Right. You know, I, um, but as we were going through, you know, our relationship, there will be signs. And with my situation, the, the girl I was with before her, I know since we talking about the God thing, I remember asking God, I said, if she's not for me, send me fireworks. And so the girl previously, man, I seen so many fireworks. She crashed my car on the 4th of July. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, listen, I need a little bit more. Listen, listen, this to the I need a little more illustration. I got you. God, it I got you. I got you. Surely that wasn't that enough. That wasn't fireworks. Right, right. Explosion. And I'm in the car, you know. So when I got with this next girl, I was like, I'm not going to ask because this is what I want. Mm. Yep. That's the Been thing. Mm. Said, so this is what I want. I'm not going to ask. Man. And the first picture she, she had sent me, my intuition was like, uh, that's a little too early to send that picture. Uh, you know, it's too early to send a backshot joint with mm-hmm. the little lingerie mm-hmm. joint on. You know what I'm saying? She had that joint on. Yeah, and I, and I had been on my abstinence tip. That messed my whole abstinence game oh. up. Oh, you was It was out up. the window. You was messed my up. You were like, oh. You so know. you didn't ask. You didn't so, ask. Nah, I didn't it was ask. an unsolicited backshot. Right. No, nah, y'all didn't ask for it. You wow. Know? Okay. And then her, her response was, well, you know, I didn't want you to see me as just a regular girl. Yeah. So to make a long story short. Like mine. You know, um, <laughs> when we were going to Costa Rica, and I think I was doing a couple commercials at that time, so I had some, I had some bread. And, but I, I don't think we had enough. And I was like, well, we might not be able to go to Costa Rica, blase, blase. And so then she's like, I got the money. And I'm like, I'm laughing about it at that point. Like, yo, how you get the money, like, in a day? You know? So then the lies started to happen. Like, how you getting money, though? Like, I know your people's well off, but I know they're not giving you bread like that. It got to the point where I never thought that I was a person who had self-worth self, uh, issues. At all. Because, I mean, in high school, I've always been to get any girl I want. I'm not just, I'm just saying, that's just what it's been. If I worked hard enough at it, if I wanted the girl, I pretty much can get the girl. That's him. You know? So, but, We honor your experience. Right, right. So this this situation was just like, now, now, I'm outside, 4 o'clock in the morning. This joint that tripped me, and I'm going to end it with this. I'm outside, shorty crib. Yeah. Right? And... So she's like, I'm at the studio. Don't be at the studio. And so I said, okay. All right. I said, well, what time you get getting home? She said, I should be there in like 20 minutes. The light on her place is on. So my acting skills, I take a picture of the damn light, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so about I'm out there in the cold, about 45 minutes to an hour go by. The light go off. But you... I'm at your, I'm, I'm sitting outside the front door. So it's how you come in the crib. And so I say, I call. I said, where you at? She said, I'm home. I said, when'd you get home? She said, I just got home. Oh, I said, oh, okay. She said, when'd you get here? I said, I just got here. So I walk in the crib. Oh, man, this was so hard. She had a robe on, dropped the robe. She was butt naked. It was tough. So I, I, I showed a picture to her. I said, you just got home. Then why was this light on at this time? And then it went off at a certain time. Oh, no, 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 no. You think you tripping. Da, 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 da. Right? And so after all that happened, we kind of just fell off, you know? So I never really got a clear answer until I was at a bar 
and I met a guy that used to date her, and, and then we started talking, and then it was like, yo, I got with her, I had money. When I, when I, when I uh, was, when we stopped talking, I ain't had no money. I said, damn, that was me too. And so he started to reveal certain things about the person that I was like, oh, okay. I was just in one of those situations. So that was my long but short story of getting my heart broken and being in my bathroom. And I wrote a movie called Stages about it on Issa Rae's channel. As a oh, right. You better film. write a movie about it. <laughs> you better write, so you better write a movie about, about it. it. Okay. And then plug it. Plug yeah. it. And then plug it. I thought that was channel really, plug really it. fantastic. We'll, we'll throw it in the show notes. <laughs> okay. So really quickly, just to like move this along, I want you to give me like one or two words. Mm. But... How did it feel tangibly when this happened to you? Whatever it was, how did it make you feel on a physical level? Krista? I was lost mm-hmm. and I was scared. Eric? Um, I felt like my manhood car was, was taken. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Q? I was breathless and confused. Well. Um, hmm. I remember saying to myself, whatever this is, because I was praying about loving people unconditionally at that time. And I said, Lord, keep it on me as long as you need for me to get where I need to get. Considering all those feelings that y'all just had, how did you cope with your life after that? I'm good. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie to you. That joint... Man, God bless her, for real, because my self-worth is crazy. It's nothing that you can give me, no amount of money, no amount of nothing. Like, that situation blessed me so much to know and to trust myself uh, 100%. Not saying that you would never get God again, but it'd be very, very hard, because now I see what it is instead of seeing what I want to see. I mean, I'm still curious about how, like, what other ways... How did you how did you cope with walking in on your wife? How do you cope with breaking yeah. up with your fiance? Like how do you do um, that? You you uh you cry, you ache, you bleed it out, you may self-sabotage a little bit, you may eat five triple cheeseburgers mm. but then there's that one moment where you happen to walk in the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you see God and not to be religious and all of that because I'm uh, but it's the truth you have to, you know I can't think of the writer um, but he prayed for suffering so that it would bring success mm. that it would bring his best writing and a lot of times we for you know who wants to go through pain? Who wants to suffer? You know, and I think at the time I didn't realize that the suffering what was that was what was going to make me the man mm-hmm. having the feeling like my man card was stripped from me. It was like, well, in this suffering, I am going to give you your man card because you will be able to understand and you will be able to go through that pain. And then later on, you'll be able to look at someone else who goes through that or who has gone through that and say, I understand. And here's my scar so that you can see. So it was just really um, letting it out, getting to that moment where you're laying on the floor completely 
vulnerable and completely done and then just like son you know like just hearing that voice you know that it's time to get up now mm-hmm. you know um, how did how did you cope krista how did i cope i um I don't know that I did. I was that weird person that would like talk to everybody about it. I'd be standing in line and then, like five minutes later I'd be like, and then he didn't call me no more. And I was like, why he not calling me? Like I was like that. So I just didn't know what to do. Um, but I was definitely hopeless because this is the first time I had ever felt loved, like fully loved for who I was. And you're like, oh, man, like, it doesn't dawn on you that this is not going to work out. Like, this person loves me, and they're going to always yeah. love me. And it wasn't like there was a gradual, like, he didn't love me. One day, he was just like, get out. Right. Mm. And then, yeah. you know, next, like, uh, six months later, we're, like, throwing stuff at each other in the middle of the street. Like, it was just this, I just, I remember thinking I needed help. And the only thing I knew to do was turn to, like, go, go to church. That was all I knew. <laughs> I think the reason why all of us keep bringing that subject up because the cheating or whatever the issue was, there was another issue that was behind that issue before the cheating even happened. Sure. So I'm curious to know, like, like what my brother Eric, did you know, but did you know, did you have a feeling like even being married, was there something else off before you walked into that place? Absolutely. Yeah, the day after we got married, she said, Eric, I feel like something died in me. Oh, And that whoa. was like the, literally, it was the beginning of like the end. Like literally she said that and I was like, whoa, what happened? And so it How just... How long were you guys married? I'm embarrassed. Um, no. <laughs> literally Please. we were married for three months. Yeah. Did you know Q? Was there anything? Like I said, when you really be paying attention, you start to notice the little things that's off. The things that you notice without noticing that you notice until they're off. Yeah. Then when those things are off, you like something changed. So I knew I began to know even the way that uh, that her voice sounded when she talked to me. You know what I'm saying? Just the inflection or just the passion that was behind it. Like it changed. And then I just started, you know, it kind of like uh, builds up like it's rolling downhill. And um, so I I have to say that maybe I didn't know full well what was going on, but I knew that that something had changed. What about you, Will? Yeah, I knew. (laughs) I, I, I think at the end of the day, there was something in me that wasn't whole. Therefore, I needed something, and I was trying to get it externally instead of getting it internally. Because now that I'm at a place that I'm whole, it's really hard for somebody, for me to put myself in that situation. You know, I won't be in a relationship with a, with a woman if we're not looking to go that way, and I wait patiently to see if this is a person that I could marry. You know, and I'll never forget when I asked her, I said, are you with me to marry me or not? And when she contemplated. You wanted to marry her? Yeah. Yeah. And when she contemplated that, I was like, that was it. You know, we're not, we not on the same. We, don't, we, we can't walk together. We're not thinking the same. So now it's like it's always before the situation plays out that you know the situation. 
but we just don't really listen to that inner mm-hmm. voice. Krista, did you know? I don't I don't think I did. I think we have extenuating circumstances that seasoned couples can't overcome that led to our breakup. And so there was nothing that I, I couldn't know and there was nothing that could be done. It was just it just How long we all together? Um, about two years. And we had been best friends since high school, so mm-hmm. we had had a long history before we even dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just enjoy hearing your stories so Isn't much. They're all so vastly different. And I feel like each of them, you guys have come through in a different way each time. And like Eric, I see you, you're like creating, you're living your life, you're happy. And Will is clearly like his self worth is on eleven point nine 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 nine. Right. Um, and I, I just curious to know how how those heartbreak shaped you and how you look at them now because clearly y'all are all very well developed and <laughs> well rounded i know i know there's still over stars. if you will <laughs> well oddly enough i'm still stuck on the idea of being best friends i think outside of our circumstances that led to our breakup which was just be forthcoming was a sexual assault um and he couldn't cope um i'm I, sorry unpack that for me for one second i just want to so I was 18 one night and um, I was highly intoxicated and I was sexually assaulted. And it was one of those things where some people have traumatic experiences and they black out. Mm-hmm. Like I cried in the car, I went home, I crawled in bed and the next morning it was like it never even happened. I don't even remember a thing. And then, but because we had been friends for a long time, we were in the same circle of people. So when the story got back to him, it was a different story of what happened. And what I did know was that night, one night, one day he just wasn't talking to me. And I was like, what's, like, why are you talking, not talking to me? And I just had this feeling and I knew that's what it was. So when he did ask me about it, he ended up asking me about it. And he said, I heard that you did this and this and this with this person. And I said, actually, no, that's not what happened. And basically, yeah, I was held down and I was taken advantage of. And um, he believed me, but he couldn't cope with it. So, you know, a lot of people can't deal with that. You know, there's married couples. I'm sure that's hard to deal with. Um, but what, what was the question? <laughs> no, the that's question real. Was, no, that's real. That's no, real. No, I appreciate yeah, no, that's, that's real. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, that's real. How did it shape you? So, well, the breakup, I think, for me, I'm still stuck on the idea of having a solid friendship with the person that I would, you know, eventually spend my life with. There's just something about that foundation. So even though we had a horrendous breakup, I mean, it was ugly. It was painful because he was hurt, too. He was in love. I don't think that he intended for it to end that way. Um, but it shaped me in, in terms of just believing that if I have to go down that path again, if I have to deal with hard life stuff again with a person, I want it to be someone that I know that knows me well, knows my character, and that I know well, and I know their character, and when it's the shit hits the fan, like, I know who they are, mm-hmm. and we can get through it. And so, as bad as that was, I don't, I, it would have been ten times worse if it had been some guy I met at the nightclub, and, you know, we just ended up hitting it off really sure. well. Sure. I have a quick question. Do, do you still love him? I love him as a person, for mm-hmm. sure. He actually reached out to me, or tried to reach out to me this Christmas, and he's married, with kids and I knew his wife the heartbreak got worse because once he like moved on and he really moved on and he married and he um, ended up marrying this other young lady and while I do still love him 
as a person, I remember when he reached out, I prayed that whatever was going on with he and his wife would be reconciled because he had no business reaching out to me. Like, that was years ago. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I wanted him, whatever decision he made, to be the right one for him. But I love him as a person, but not in that way. In my opinion, I feel like while the heartbreak is sort of the catalyst, what you do after that is really what shapes you, which is kind of what you're saying right now. So it's not because of this heartbreak, I am like this, or because of Mm -hmm. whatever happened, whether it's that you had a dream that was broken or you were engaged and it was called off. Um, I think that your choices after that are really what make you who you are today. And that's kind of exactly what what you're saying. It's just like, this is what I chose to do with my life Mm -hmm. even after that. What would you say to your past self as you were going through those pains from today <laughs> like what would the you today say to your your past self about how like where you are how you would get through it I mentioned um, I mentioned that it took me like a year and a half to get over that and how it how it finally came to a head was one day a year and a half later we were talking on the phone and we didn't talk often but we were talking and um she finally admitted to me that, you know, she uh, she had been with someone while we were together. And uh, that had really kind of like uh, concluded the thing for me. And I had done everything from read every self-help book in the library to mm-hmm. uh, go to counseling and all of these other things. And um, I write sometimes, you know, and I wrote. I wrote this thing, uh, a very simple line, which was um, a very important question to me. And the question was, can I ever love twice? Mm. Like, do you ever love twice? Like, will I ever, ever have the freedom in love that I did this time? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and of course, when I say, do you ever love twice? I mean, all that comes with that yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your answer? Right now, I have to say at this point where I am, I haven't been able to find uh, loving twice in that way. But if I was to talk to my young self from right now, I would tell myself to love again and to love exactly like I loved that time, Mm -hmm. to love the second time and the third time and every other time to never stop loving in that way. That's what I would tell myself. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. So good. I, I could be a little bit behind the process with you guys on this, but I think for me, I don't know that I'll ever love again that way. I don't think that that's necessarily wrong, though. I think in some ways, and maybe I'm just a little bit behind the curve, but I think in some ways you can be very foolhardy with your heart and with yourself. And um, I think the next time there will be a little more wisdom and a little more care. Yeah. And a little more, and it's not from a jaded place, and it's not from a place that's like, uh, men suck. It's just from a place that it's like, this is fine china and it can't afford to be broken. Mm. And so we're going to like go 
in a way that is really slow. I'm going to do my best to avoid that because I think sometimes the first time you really fall in love, like deeply, it's just like we've all said this, it's kind of reoccurring, but it's no parachute. And I think there is some wisdom to guarding your heart. I do. I mean, we've all been taught that. We've all heard that. And it's like, there's some wisdom to that. Um, in okay, there's levels to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because when your heart is truly broken, you're, you're not able to be reconciled. It's hard. It's really hard to just go into it the same way you did right. the first time, right? That's not to say that it's not more mature. I think there may be more maturity to tapering it off a bit <laughs> like yo you don't get this up front or you know what I mean I'm not gonna fall into this thing the same way I did the first time I fell in love mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you guys um that's like I a perfect segue to this last question what about my question <laughs> what's your question <laughs> yeah, you got an answer no I asked me nothing well you can you can jump in oh what okay why don't you answer how you yeah how did you what cope? would you say would to you your say? past self uh-huh and then i will go back into my question okay <laughs> <laughs> you, you know. better come on with <laughs> <Listen. laughs> <laughs> no i know y'all trying to wrap up so um first what i would say to shaping myself how it shaped me oh lord <laughs> it shaped me with wisdom yeah. It simply shaped me with wisdom. And what I would say to my younger self, God heals the brokenhearted. Get your heart broken over and over and over yeah. again. Because yep. Yep. it shows true way, humility. You gain wisdom mm-hmm. and love again. Mm-hmm. Love again. I, You know... That's just where it's said. You have to. We always use guard your heart in terms of relationships. And I think that, but we talk about love and you have to be completely unguarded. And I think it's true. To yeah. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Right. It's and true. so maybe guard your heart doesn't mean what we think it means. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, I, I, I've been coming across that lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, to his point, yeah, I mean, guard your heart could be like, what, you know, guard what you're taking in from other people or guard what you're taking in on television. Mm. But when it comes to love, I mean, you can't be patient and kind and this person's over here acting a fool right. and your heart is guarded. You you can't do it because then, you, you you know, that's when you act a fool back. Mm. But to love, that's you good. have to be free. You know, let go. almost like the merging of what <laughs> all of you are saying, but especially what Danielle and, and Will were talking about. I s- it's almost like you know how they say it's levels to this. Yeah. So it's like when you first start off, mm-hmm. you have to have a certain disposition. Mm-hmm. And where I see where my younger self might have done is I had given so much of myself so early on yeah. without requiring yeah. so much of the other person mm-hmm. and actually going into the thing with the game plan because yeah. I was a young boy. So I just ran up in there, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't have no plan as to when I ran up in there, what I'm going to hit, what I'm looking for, what I'm going to get. You know, I just ran up in there and it was real messy. So it's almost like the merging where I don't see. And again, I reiterate that I haven't come to a place where I've been able to fully let go like I did that one time. Mm -hmm. But I don't see that as uh, a wise thing. I see it as a young man who just went in too early, who just gave it away too early and didn't know what he was looking for, what he should be requiring of the other person in exchange for what I have. Right. Mm. 
-hmm. Like I have something, mm -hmm. but there's something that you have as well. Mm -hmm. And we, we unlock each mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. And not only do I have something so that I'm not hurt, but I have something so that I don't hurt you. Mm -hmm. So that I treat you with the care yeah. and and the respect and the want that yeah. you desire as well. So it's it's all of those things. Mm -hmm. And to to really just put, you know what I'm saying, the bow on it, I'll say that I know that that ability is beyond me. And that ability is beyond any woman that I would be with, that there is this third party that has to come in and negotiate that between us so that like love has to come in and negotiate that between us so that there is you know just a proper merging come on poet well that is uh, snap snap well if I could snap oh, oh, that was I mean of course you would say that to your younger self because You've been through it. Yeah, but isn't there a part of you that is just so excited that you were able to go through some, to give your all what? to something? Ooh. Oh, yeah. To give your all to that love. You know that yeah. feeling when you're just like that song we heard earlier, the feeling of just being enamored with somebody. Yes, the heartbreak happened. But isn't it exciting to have love that deeply? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Will we do it again? Will we do it again? Are yeah. you? I hope to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's my final question. Are you optimistic about the future? Yes. And do you think that can happen for you again? Krista? <laughs> Look. Um, I hope so. I hope so. But I'm not... I'm not I'm not banking on it. There's so much life to live. There's so much love to give in so many places and crevices and people. But, yeah, I would love that, but I'm not putting any money on it mm. Mm. That's a real Eric? yeah yeah no i yeah yes love like love with no boundaries love with no conditions like yeah love like i have a my love is like a feast like a thanksgiving dinner mm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> I wanna, rolls. like i don't want that to go to waste you know what i'm saying so yeah eric can cook too like, somebody can cook too. do it again and do it again you know so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I'm very optimistic about the future. And I, yeah, it's there. It exists, you know? Because I haven't felt it or seen it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I can see Quinn's eyes right now. <laughs> it, ex it exists, and I'm looking forward to it. But, you know, I'm not sitting idly by. I gotta make sure that I am the Quentin that can catch that thing with the full arms you know what? so when it comes i'm gonna be ready for my part i'm ready you know i'm not ready right now but, <laughs> but i but am. will be i'm gonna be ready i'll be ready girl i'm gonna be ready when that time does come i'm not optimistic nor pessimistic about love mm. That was deep. <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. Explain. <laughs> now, what does that mean? Is, right, unpack that. It is my right. It is my right. There's a knowing it's my right. But also know that I can't marry for love. Someone that is was once married and divorced now was once in love. 
I have to get wisdom and understanding of how to live with a human being. Mm. Once I get that, boom, because there's going to be many changes. My parents been married for 35 years. And they don't love each other every day, but they love each other every day because mm-hmm. they learn to live with each other. Because we are so moved by emotions. I feel this way. I feel this way. I don't feel it. I'm not feeling this. You're not going to feel like that person is your partner every single day. But when you can look at it and know where you're going and say, nah, this person right. right here, that's true love. So I, I agree. Yeah. And I'm going to just kind of piggyback on a lot of what you said um i'm neither i think um moving forward i will do so with open eyes there are so many other places that you can allocate your love and your energy i think sometimes we have this way of making like a romantic relationship the end all and be all right Mm -hmm. my life is extremely full Like in so many ways, I have amazing guy friends and girlfriends and family. And I mean, there are just so many things that I can just count my blessings to God for. And so it's like romance, take two, being in love. Will I be in love the way I was with the first man who took my heart? Mm -hmm. Totally? No, I I don't think that. And I don't think that that's a jaded or negative place to come from. I don't think you ever duplicate your first love. There's Mm -hmm. something about the first time you go in that that's unmatched will i do so the next time and can it be sweeter and can it be better and can it be maybe more healthy and more functional you guys thank you so much for talking to us thank you for about that was a wonderful i enjoyed hearing all of your wisdom all unfortunately thank you for being so transparent with us guys that was really dope we do appreciate it Alright guys, it's time for Recent Revelations. Are we getting yes. better? I liked it. Okay. I, I always like it though. I think there's no It was on point. Actually, cousin's dancing with his pizza crust, so we may have we may have crossed a barrier here. Well, today is a special day because we have four lovely guests in the studio and we really want to hear their recent revelations. But Instead of just letting everybody talk all over the place, (laughs) we're going to spin the bottle. And whoever it lands on, Krista, Eric, Quentin, or Will, Mm -hmm. that person will give us their recent recent, recent revelation. Revelation. Recent revelation. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, Eric. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I was hoping it was so going to be Will. Man, listen, I was hoping it was going to be you. Really? I swear I'm over here. I'm like, I hope it's Will, man. So we are going to give our yeah. recent revelations. And then, Eric, you will just follow right behind us. On, we'll give I'm you a little bit. Of, we'll give you some time. Okay. Dre Day? I'm about to go first. Okay, please do. So my recent revelation is a DJ Khaled moment. (laughs) I just call anything that is encouragement these days (laughs) something from DJ Khaled. Major key, major key. I think it's know your worth. Yeah, it's know your worth. I wouldn't, you know, I can't even really give that to to DJ Khaled. I can give it to Quentin over here talking about you bring something to the conversation. I can give it to Will talking about his self-worth is old. Yes. 
20 <laughs> times two <laughs> times two again. But no, that's something I've been thinking about lately. Just I really do feel like knowing your worth just ups your game in life so much. Um, it a- allows you to be present in situations where you weren't present before. It just frees you up to give a lot more, to love a lot more deeply. And I am definitely on that journey of knowing your worth. So I'm about to be up in here like <laughs> recent revelation. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> oh, but yeah, God. I would just say know your worth, major key. Okay, I'm going to be the heathen on this recent yeah, revelation. That's totally fine. You don't know what Eric's going to say. Um, <laughs> And I've had this revelation, but this is going to be the first time that I share a recent revelation that may perhaps be for the menses mm. in the group. For the who? The menses. Okay. Plural. Um, as you know, I've been doing some internet dating, right? We've talked about that. Okay. As you know. <laughs> as you know. <laughs> you listen to the summer sessions. I've been doing some internet dating. For the men who may not know this, under no circumstances is it ever okay in the wholeness of your entire life to send an unsolicited dick pic. It is uncouth and it's not okay. Uncouth, unacceptable, unwanted. It is unacceptable. I'm not sure what tells you in a dating profile on the World Wide Web that I want to see that. But most women don't. Don't do it unless you have a real for sure Krista looks request. like thank you request has it happened to you yes and it's okay. traumatic it's so <laughs> guys it's so what's, traumatic what is, what's traumatic about it for men we're not excited to buy that Genuine. stuff so I just just to get a picture what? of your parts you're not excited come on, come on. You. You I never excited. want to no see your man junk okay. unsolicited it's not a revelation for Eric All right, brothers you hear that it's not cool come like, on send man in the DM. it's like unless we're in that place you gotta know but if you Woo. met me on freaking match or eHarmony and there don't, should be and right. don't add I thought of you and this happened oh. like that doesn't that it's, doesn't help. Guys, Ooh, I'm nice. going to tell you, honest, from one woman to a man, it feels like a violation. I felt violated. How did you feel, Krista? I did. I felt violated, and I felt, felt like he was insulting my intelligence. Also, yes. first, I didn't know what I was looking at. Second, <laughs> it, it was like, hey, I just want to send you a little, and then it was, and then it's like, I don't want to see no. your man parts. It has what? a negative effect. What, what you think? You think like she's gonna see this and be like, yes and no. She like starts backtracking. I guarantee you. If she stops returning your emails, that's Guys, what did it. In case you didn't know, that's I don't. It's a firm no. Mm. Okay. Firm. Until you hear a yes, just assume it's a firm no. Okay. That's the recent revelation for y'all. Less for me. More for y'all. But I, since we're doing the whole... I think Eric has this recent revelation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He, he, clearly, he clearly didn't know. He didn't know. Like that. Thank you for that PSA, Danielle. Just when in doubt, don't. Err on the side of caution there. Gotcha. Because that's not... It's not hot. For us. You know, maybe you guys as men are thinking something different. But for women... Mm, okay. Eric, come on. With that being said, we're going to turn it on over to you. I know. It's like, where do I end that with? Um, 
Revelation off me. Revelation. Okay, so I just had this recent thing yesterday that happened that was really cool. On the train ride home from work yesterday, and there was this older gentleman, you know, mid-60s. He was black guy. I assumed he was homeless or just, you know, something of that nature. And so he sat down to uh, next to me, uh, was just really talking just a bunch of gibberish. But um, he asked in 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 the midst of that, he asked me for a pen. Um, I took a pen out very reluctant and I, I have it in my Facebook post, but I was really reluctant and I kind of had some attitude because I was just in my own zone. He then has this like these like balled up pieces of paper like everywhere in this bag. So he takes the piece of paper, he gives it to me. And as he's talking to me, he's like talking, just like talking a bunch of stuff. And he says, John. 13 and 7 and he was like you just write you don't write that i was like what the hell so i wrote literally wrote it on the paper john 13 7. so i'm sitting there like what the hell did this man give me this for you know write this down for so i literally get off the train at universal city and um go to the bible app and just pull up the verse and it was biggest day and then jesus replied you you don't know now but soon you will understand and it just shocked me because as I go back to the segment, Dang. that was the first time I, at five years old, I had heard soon, Eric, you will understand and everything will be okay. Oh, awesome. And at that time, when I was five years old, it was, it, you know, I, you know, that's a whole nother segment, a whole nother story. Right. But I was being, I was damaged as a child. But that was the first time I really heard God's voice say, soon, Eric, you will understand and everything will be okay. And I heard that throughout my life. And yesterday for the first time, I found out that that, is really in the Bible. And it was just this revelation to know who you are, you know, know that God is always fighting for you. You know what I'm saying? Even when, you know, and like I said, not to get, it's hard not to talk about God. Man, listen, you, you man every God. single thing. Yeah. Amen. And it's just, you know, to always know that he's fighting for us, that he has, he has like plans to prosper us. He really thinks so good of us. So, you know, whether it's looking good or bad for you right now, know that everything is going to be all right. And, you know, that people are, that there are signs, there are things that are being sent to you to help you along the way, you know. Uh, so get out of the passenger seat, get into the back seat, put your seatbelt on and just enjoy the ride. I love That's that, beautiful. Eric. Yeah. I love it. That's beautiful. Well, I just want to say thank you again. You guys are really fantastic. Damn, you the only one to get the bottle question? We spend it. We thank you guys so much for showing up, for eating pizza with us. No, for talking about your heartbreaks, for being vulnerable. Do y'all have a song for us? I know you do. Oof. Each of y'all have a song for us. Yeah, a song. Yeah. Check it out. I would like to end before we do our thank yous with one of my very favorite monologues okay <laughs> to do with heartache are you ready for it yes. I'm not an actress but I'm going to give it to Come you on, let's go. Oh, I know exactly okay. what she's about to do you know where I'm about to go go ahead okay Dan, well, we'll see. do it you know what I am sick and tired of men acting like love is some kind of disease you catch <laughs> love should have brought your ass oh, home last man. night. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. And Johnson's out. You home last night. You should have been with me. Should have been right by my side. So we want to say thanks to our producer, 
She's amazing. AB queen. queen, we love you. You are the queen. Thank you to our co-producer and engineer, Jared Johnson, for showing up and showing out, setting everybody up. And you know what? We got to say thank you to our newbie. Not a, not to our family, though. Gabrielle Johnson. Yes. Yeah. The Gabrielle. one and only. Yes. The one and only. Fine as hell. Yes. She in here. Thank you. Johnson Quad. Making, making it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Gabby. Okay. You're my boy, Blue. Taking photos. She's the newest. Us together. <laughs> She's giving the newest me a power lift. Our giving me a power we lift. We love her. Okay. She is keeping us She's on the track. Giving them something that they can feel. You know giving them, yeah. giving them something it. they can giving feel. Right. And yeah. shout out to everybody who's listening. I appreciate that. We appreciate you guys. Wow. I did thank them so much. Wow. Um, <laughs> as always, we want to thank our mamas for. Whom we we would not be here without, and also, Drea, take it away. I love you, mom. Our dads, who we will. Also Our daddies, you yes. Oh, okay. Ronald, <laughs> Ronald Johnson. We love you. Awesome. So if you like, spin the bottle. If you share, if you would share it with your friends, if you already have shared it with your friends, if you have a one single good thing to say about it, can you please leave us a review? on iTunes. Not only will it help our ratings, but it will help us figure out what you guys love and how we can make the show even better. You can also leave reviews on Google Play and let people know why you are a Spin the Bottle fan. Thank y'all so much for listening. We love you. Queen and Johnson's out. I love that. <laughs> <laughs>